Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. And first off, I'm joined in the studio by Senator Malcolm Byrne. Good morning to you, Malcolm. Uh, good morning, Alan. Good morning to listeners. And I'm joined on the telephone by John Gleeson, a former chief executive of Pinewood Studios in London, is Ivan Dunleavy's partner. John is a film financier. And John, I'll come to you to talk about the fantastic news that has finally made its way here about this new film studio at Barley Manor in Kylanaran. What's the background to the story, John? We we, it's a while since we've spoken. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. Uh, no, thank you very, thank you very much. No, it's been a, it's been a great week, and um, we were delighted to have received uh, planning permission from on board Panola this week after uh, going through an appeals process for uh, nineteen months. Um, it's a difficult process, but uh, we're content that the the planning process is is now effectively over. Um, yeah, it's 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 a great day, um, and uh, looking forward to uh, moving the project forward. Alan, look, uh, when I saw the quality of the people behind it, your own background, and then your 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 colleague uh, Ivan Dunleavy, I mean, this guy is a former chief executive of Pinewood Studios in London, it's still active studios, isn't it, uh, John? Pinewood Studios is that where EastEnders oh. is filmed at the moment? Is it? Uh, no, EastEnders isn't filmed there, but practically um, all of the Disney uh, shows that we've seen, or Disney uh, large feature films that we've seen over the last number of years, including the three Star Wars films, uh, the sequel films, were all shot in Pinewood Studios. Um, Ivan came to the helm at Pinewood uh, in around 2000. Um, at that time, we, we hadn't yet experienced this kind of global explosion of content creation. Uh, so when Ivan uh, took over Pinewood, it was, um, you know, it was a business that, um, that was not busy at that particular time. It had had a, a heyday and had been associated with James Bond. But during Ivan's tenure there of uh, around 17 years, he expanded at that site. He also um, annexed uh, Pinewood Shepparton and then expanded the Pinewood brand all around the world right. um, as being the largest studio facilities um, around the world. Um, and uh, he exited um, on a, a sale to Airmont Capital in, in 2016. Um, I'd worked with Ivan on, on the Star Wars movie that had shot in Ireland. Uh, we'd known each other for a number of years. And um, so after Ivan's departure from, from Pinewood uh, in or around uh, late 2017, early 2018, um, we got together and discussed uh, possibilities and opportunities for the Irish market. I mean, the quality of what you just said there uh, about what you've already worked on, for those people who are sceptical and say, well, what is this? I mean, let, let's talk about the scale of this. And I want to bring Malcolm in because I know Malcolm, like many politicians, has been across this. Uh, and I want to get his view on this. And we, we heard from the chief executive of Wexford County Council yesterday in a detailed interview with him. Tom Enright actually opened the programme by, by talking about this and the importance of it. Can you talk to me a little bit about the scale of this? Because what I read out in my little preamble to the show is seven studios, ten workshops, 30 full-time people and literally hundreds of people when films are rolling so uh, have I got that right John can you give me the scale please yeah th- that's right so when, when the when the facility is up and built and operating it, it involves a, a staff of around 30 people just to keep the facility going from uh, management security accounts all of that the, the normal running of a normal business but the way the industry works is that 
um, productions come and productions go. Mm. And at any particular point in time, you might have maybe one large feature film, like huge feature film that's taking all of the stages, or maybe you might have two feature films taking all of the stages. Um, or you might have a number of television shows, like high-end television, the likes of stuff that you see on Netflix, sci-fi programs, that kind of thing. And when you have full capacity, um, you are talking 600-plus cast and crew on site on a daily basis, um, working in Ireland, um, employed in Ireland, you know, paying, paying their tax through payroll, um, and a huge amount of ancillary activity. So all those people need to be fed and watered, transported, um, accommodation, you name it. Stay with me, please, John. Malcolm, you've been listening closely and you brought this to my attention many, many moons ago and you, you saw the potential in this. Now that it's finally here, what's your gut feeling? I mean, how do you feel about it? Well, I've I've been friends with, with John for, for a long time and I'm delighted for both himself and Ivan. Uh, it's... Uh, it's been a long process uh, for him and having to go through, you know, the planning process and particularly at the length of the appeal with Board Planola. Can you just give me a, a little overview of that, please? Because I'm just looking at one of the reports. It says, permission was initially granted by Wexford County Council but appealed to on Board Planola by a County Wexford resident on the basis of its impact on the local landscape. But the decision was then reached. Can you sh- share well, some Well, we have, a, we have a very democratic planning process in Ireland um, I, I, and I think... Uh, Wexford County Council were were very fair. Uh, I I would pay tribute to Tom Enright and indeed to Tony Larkin, who is who is since retired, who was hugely supportive within Wexford County Council uh, of the project. Um, the County Council have been um, fully behind uh, this initiative, as indeed has the local community uh, in North Wexford. Um, there there was an appeal uh, that was made to Board Planola. Um, People have a right to be able to uh, uh, to appeal. I, I, I personally thought the grounds of the appeal were particularly weak, and I'm glad that Board Planola upheld the decision uh, of uh, of Wexford County Council. This has enormous potential, uh, not just for North Wexford, but indeed for a much wider area. As John has mentioned, in terms of both uh, direct and indirect employment, but this will benefit. Uh, you know, local hotels and restaurants. It'll benefit, uh, you know, transport providers within the area. Uh, it is an opportunity for us to put uh, North Wexford on the map. Borley Manor is a, uh, you know, a, a well-known historical house. Yeah, and, and I get John's view on this as well, but there's a connection with theatre and there's a connection with Richard Green and uh, he, along with Rin Tin Tin and F Troop, uh, Robin, he was Robin Hood, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he was, uh, 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 um, probably a little bit before a lot of listeners' uh, time, Alan. But not but, my time, because <laughs> I used to watch it avidly. Yeah, yeah he but, was. But he was the brilliant. original, the original Robin Hood, uh, the original Robin Hood was Richard Green. Borley Manor was uh, was his home. So this mm. is where the film studio is going to be uh, located. Uh, sort of, a, it's it's a, in an area kind of between Inch and Kylnearn, uh, just to to the northwest of Gory Town. Yeah. Um, I, I know from speaking to people, you know, all around the area, North Wexford, you know, they're hugely excited by this project. I'm, I'm delighted for, for John yeah. and Ivan. There's still, obviously, there's still the work, you know, the construction and so on that, that, that happens. And we'll get back to John about that in a second. John, actually, the connection with Richard Green, and I'll, I'll give a little timely plug to Gory Pantomime, which is Robin Hood this year. So maybe you might unearth some movie stars in the making of Gory Pantomime this year. But, I mean, are you aware of the history of, of the site you now have and the connection with Richard Green and the connection with Robin Hood? I mean, that in itself, it, it could be a good karma, a good omen. 
Um, yeah, I, 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 I grew up um, close to Borley Manor, Alan, so um, so I was always aware that, that Richard Green had, had lived there. Um, I've, I've learned a, a bit more, actually, since we got involved in the project as well. And uh, so Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, Cary Grant, all spent time there and and uh, and wined and dined there. So um, I think uh, while while not kind of you know a, a key part of our decision making, it's certainly a nice yeah uh, a, a nice have uh, to, to add is. to the to add to the project. Yeah, for can, sure. Can you talk to me now about the scale, please? About uh, when you hope to get this up and running? Now that you've give, be given the go ahead, it's not going to happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. But what is your ultimate plan then? When when realistically could we see movies, TV shows? All you've talked about being shot here in Wexford. So optimistically, um, we'd like to um, financially close over the next uh, six months and begin construction um, in kind of Q2 of next year. Um, That could, of course, slip. Um, But a a typical kind of construction phase for something of this scale would be 18 months to two years. But uh, that's not to say that if we do it in a slightly phased basis that we wouldn't have one or two sound stages uh, available uh, potentially and again optimistically uh, within within a year or so. Um, but the, the the key point is that you know we're not going to to sit around with planning permission for a long time. Um, our, our aim is to deliver the this infrastructure to uh, the international uh, film production community as soon as possible because it's badly needed. Um, Production space in Ireland is critically needed, you know. All right, I've got an interesting comment coming in. Maria says she's been in Pinewood Studios many a time and it's a fabulous place and that, as you say, is due in no small part to your, your colleague. Uh, uh, so that, that's nice to hear. Malcolm, I, I've been taking the task. Why does Alan Corcoran give favouritism to Malcolm Byrne for any topics regarding North Wexford? Uh, I, I just want to straighten out a point. When somebody comes to me from a political background with a point, I'll go with who comes to me first and I'll clarify that point. You did bring this to my attention first. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not... And I know there are, you know, all my political colleagues in North Wexford welcome this. Um, they I'm, do indeed, I'm from, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose I'm, I'm from uh, North Wexford, Allen. I've known John for a long time. Uh, this is a good news story. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, there's plenty of bad news that's out there. I think this is just something that uh, we need uh, yeah. to we need to welcome. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm delighted to see this, you know, finally get over the line. I think it was, it was over two years ago. You might recall that um, yourself, myself, uh, Ivan, and John were on chatting around this project and its potential. It's been and it's been have, a long we, road. We have the tapes to prove it. And I mean, just to clarify the point, many politicians come to me with many issues, and the one who comes to me with it first. It's, it's kind of an editorial decision that we take. We make the decisions and we go on the basis and I'm not going to apologise to anyone about it. And as a matter of interest, John, I mean, politically you seem to have got great support uh, right across the board. Um, you know, actually, Alan, I, I, I was hoping you'd come to that. The, the, the local authority, Wexford County Council, um, have given us, you know, unbelievable support uh, from the get-go. Uh, have, have really encouraged us and and uh, and being so, so helpful to us but also you know i, I really have to say that the the community of kylanair and ballyfad 
um, a really progressive community. We've been like so impressed by them. The Community Development Association, um, the GAA Sports Centre up there, uh, and, and some of their, their their community leaders up there have just been absolutely tremendous. Yeah. You know, in, in terms of. Uh, everything that they do and the support and and the progressive projects that they get involved in and uh, I just have to really, really uh, thank them for their continued support since we started this project. Well, I'm going to let you go, John. You're a busy man. I wish you and Ivan the very best to look. As I said, it's a, it's a wonderful story and you know the theatrical background and the quality of this county of ours, everything from Wexford Festival Opera to the standard of our, our writers like Billy Roach and Owen Colifer and these people uh, and uh, Colm Tobin. I mean, the pedigree in this county means it's ready-made for something like this, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, um, uh, proud to be from Wexford myself and... and uh, I'm glad to be delivering this as an additional cultural aspect to the county. Yeah. Thank you for taking our call, John. Good morning to you and good luck and do keep us up to date. And we look forward to visiting when the first film is on set. Could it be another Star Wars or what do you think? Or Netflix special? You never know. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's designed for the for the upper end of the market, Alan. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're hoping that it's 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 going to attract that that level and scale of project. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much Thanks. for joining me. That was Thank uh, you very much. Film financier John Gleeson, uh, along with former chief executive of Pinewood Studios in London, Ivor Dudley. Actually, uh, I love the old archive movies and the old black and white movies, and a lot of them were filmed in Pinewood. So, mm. I mean, not just like going back into it, it has a glorious past, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, to, to put this in perspective, Alan, currently in Ireland, we have about 300,000 square feet uh, of film and TV um, production space. Uh, anyone you talk to who works in the sector, and I, I used to work in the sector will tell you that we don't have enough in Ireland and mm. uh, if all of the current film studio uh, planning applications are approved, there's a new one planned for Mullingar, yeah. another one in Dublin, we will have about one and a half million square feet of film studio space in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, this one uh, at Borley Manor will be um, the largest in the country. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I sometimes think that John, and I, I mean, I was in school with John, as I said, he's a good friend of mine, but but the achievement of John and Ivan to be able to get this far, I, I, I think it, this is going to be transformational for North Wexford. Um, yeah. I, I know from, you know, you recall the conversation that we would have had, you know, two and a half years ago. They were ambitious then. I think they're even more ambitious now. And I think it is important uh, yeah. that, that, that we get behind this project. It will create employment as an opportunity as well to showcase the county because people will know, people will recall from Saving Private Ryan, you know, the knock-on impact that had and the image that that had for, for Kerr And even now, you know, a quarter of a century later, people are still talking about the impact of that film. But if you can think of having... That regularly uh, here. You know, yeah. uh, that regularly here, the knock-on impact that that will have on unemployment within the community. We're all consuming a lot more content. I mean, John made the point about, you know, in, in 2000, how much TV and so on that we're watching but now if you think about it we're all looking at our phones or at smaller screens at at new elements uh, of content and that has to be created somewhere and there's no reason as to why we can't look to create that in Ireland. Part of the solution to that is around the studio space 
area. Some of the other areas which which we're looking at in the Oireachtas, and I can talk to you about it again, is around you know film tax incentives and looking about attracting some right. of those international productions. I, and I would uh, hope as Ireland. well because of the quality of what we're talking about that if there is budding young filmmaker that they maybe John and Ian would, would look at at encouraging because there's a lovely film group in New Ross I come across yeah. them recently. Wouldn't it be great to have some the, sort of the, an apprenticeship that could tie in with something like this yeah, to benefit John the, Wexford? The, they're doing super work and yeah. uh, and, and I know from chatting with John Lime, they are very keen around looking at uh, training provision um, yeah. within it. So in other words, that young trainees uh, in, in in every area from set design to costume design to cinematography we'll get the benefit. That, that they can come on it. And it, is, it also presents okay. a potential, and this is something that I have discussed with uh, the Southeast Technological University. I think, you know, decisions have, have, have yet to be made uh, around, you know, the kind of the course content and mm. so on. But I think for the Wexford campus, yeah. uh, and particularly, and I'm not just obviously talking about uh, what's happening with the film studio, but, you know, with the Opera Festival, with the School of Art that's based in Gorey, we have this really rich creative potential in this county. Uh, and I think with our new university being able to support that, that, that would be hugely important. Malcolm, we've got to wrap it up there, but uh, as we, and I mentioned it again, lots of politicians, lots of people come forward to me with stories, and if someone breaks a story to me, I'll always go with the person who comes with it first. But I just want to, you have another story that will just get the ball rolling on this. This is to do with... Yeah, so I, I, I this is, and, and, and I, I, I do want to acknowledge, Alan, I think this is important, just on, on, on the other point. I mean, I've, I've worked closely with John and Ivan on, on this over the last period. I will say and as I've, I've said, and as John acknowledged, Wexford County Council, the local community, and indeed all politicians have been very supportive on this. And I think it is important that we yeah. all get behind this project. The, the, the other issue, um, and as you will be aware that over the summer, uh, there was a report from Irish Rail, I, I, I discussed it on South East Radio, uh, which talked about the impact of coastal erosion on the East Coast Railway uh, line, the Rosslair Rail Line. Uh, the fear that if we didn't address the problem and the cost could be up to $230 million to address the problem of coastal erosion and the climate events, the impact uh, on the track that we may not have a rail line uh, by the end of the decade. So what's happened? So, so what has happened is there is now a commitment under a project called the East Coast Railway Improvement uh, p- Programme. Um, it will involve the investment, and there is now a clear commitment from government uh, of up to two hundred and thirty million uh, over the next number of years. There are a number of areas of the track that are particularly vulnerable. So, so those those of us who are regular users of the rail line will be familiar with this. That there are some problems near Rosslare. There are some problems near Wicklow. There's a particular problem between Greystones and Bray, yeah. and then also between Killiney and and, and Dawkey, uh, going into Dublin. So we need to ensure sure that uh, you know essentially the track is, is is weatherproof that if we do see any more adverse weather events and unfortunately because of climate change we are seeing those yeah. uh, that we get the investment to ensure that that railway so, so line that's now uh, continues so there is now a commitment uh, for that investment okay. uh, under the national development plan over the next seven years southeast radio's morning mix chat news and your views